welcome to Turtle Tracks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Van Hooker, and this is yet another customizer special episode. Uh, today, we're talking to another three customizers uh, that you can find on Instagram, Collector Dibs, Motu Customs, and Dimension X Toys. Collector Dibs created a lot of uh, original designs as well as uh, some lost designs from back in the Playmates days, like Night Mike. For Motu Customs, he's done, uh, similarly, a, a lot of original ideas that are really awesome, as well as some lost ideas as like uh, Jim Lee's Leonardo, which I own myself. And then uh, Dimension X Toys has been doing some awesome stuff with a 3D printer, like oversized foot soldiers and uh, scratch the cat and cool characters like that. So anyway, enjoy this special episode and uh, thank you so much for listening. Oh, and a huge shout out to my sound guy, Ian Williams, who uh, puts these together and every episode together for us, but he works extra hard on these ones. So anyway, uh, Thanks to Ian, thanks to uh, all of you listening, and uh, thanks to these customizers who do some really awesome stuff, and please follow them on Instagram. Okay, next I'm here with uh, Ryan from Collector Dibs, who's created a lot of uh, unproduced figures from the original Playmates line, uh, filling in those annoying gaps in our collection. So anyway, thanks for being here, Ryan. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. So let me ask you, uh, how long have you been a Turtles fan? Uh, I've been collecting since I was about five years old. Uh, I was born in 84, so, you know, right around like 1990, ni- 1989, 1990. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, let me ask you something that I'm sure any lifelong Turtles fan will empathize with is which annoying gaps in your collection? Uh, <laughs> a lot of years. <laughs> yeah. So um, as of about two years ago, I have everything from 88 to 97 minus toon uh shredder and toon vernon um that that was that was actually released right um what's been annoying me for the last couple years are you know the stuff like night mike spellcaster warcat the jim lee leo uh all those unproduced figures right we've seen them we want them they're they're those little annoyances and gaps in our collection so that was part of the motivation for me to to try to produce some of those and like they've done an amazing job. I mean, for people who look on Collector Dibs on Instagram, I mean, the the Warriors, the Forgotten Sewer Turtles are just spectacular. I mean, back in the day, we just got, correct me if I'm wrong here, we just got Gatekeeper Rocksteady, Warrior Bebop, Dwarf Don, and oh, hell. Savage, Savage Leo. Savage Leo, right, right. And yep. Savage Leo and Dwarf Don were like these crazy, weird, awesome sculpts. But yep. no Mikey, no Rav. Uh, and I think that's, but, and there was supposed to be a splinter as well, right? Splinter. Uh, so they actually, they actually sculpted Spellcaster Splinter, Night Mike, the Sewer War Cat, which was, you know, like Leo's ride or whatever. Uh, and I, I just found out about this like several months back, but, uh, there was an Elf Raph, uh, Raphael sculpt as well. Is it just me or just like Elf Raph and Mike Knight seem swapped, like miscast generally? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Perhaps, man. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, Raph as an elf is a little strange, but uh, <laughs> at the same time, it's a cool concept, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was the elf, Raph, like this almost rhyme that, like, ah, let's just make it that one. R- Raphael, it works, you know, the name works well. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so um, you've been uh, making some. I mean, let me ask you, when did you get started cu- uh, making customs? Uh, about two years ago, man. So, um, I can, I can fill you in on a, a little bit of the backstory, I guess, of, of how I got started. So, um, I've been collecting for a long time, like as a, as a child, uh, I annoyed the shit out of shit out of my mom, um, because I didn't want to open, 
uh, the figures I was buying, the, the Turtles primarily and, and X-Men as well. Um, so she ended up buying me two of them and I'd open one uh, and play with it. And I'd keep one and toss it in a box and would go in the, the back closet. I'm actually at my parents right now. Um, and so she, she was very annoyed by that, but um, it, was, it was quite nice. Like three years ago, uh, she asked me to clean out the, the closet back here. And I had like 12 tubs of stuff, a lot of MOC, a lot of it in really good shape. I had a loose uh, hotspot and a loose, loose scratch and all that. So uh, that was all pretty great and exciting, you know? That's awesome. Yep. Um, so that's kind of when I started and how I started collecting. And then, you know, as an adult, I'm, I'm 36 years old right now. You know, we're, we're all, I think this is the same for a lot of us. We're all working now. We have a little extra spending money. Uh, and we were nostalgic, right? So naturally, like, I don't know, three, four years ago, I started filling in the gaps uh, in my collection. And then two years ago, I came across uh, Hemo Adventures, uh, Jumbo Nucatron, and Custom Stolf. And I was just like, wow, this is stuff that I, I wish they would have made back, back in the 90s, oh, like yeah. these mashup <laughs> concepts. Yeah. And so I immediately started uh, collecting those. And then... Um, I actually reached out to, to a couple of the, the aforementioned guys and I was like, Hey, I have some ideas for, for mashups, man. Like I wanted to do a, a South Park, a Cartman Raph, a fat ass Raph. I wanted to do a Sub-Zero Leo Ninja Turtle, uh, a Mikey McFly, you know, uh, Marty McFly mixed with, with Michelangelo, obviously. And they, they all said the same thing. And they're like, ah, oh, those are cool ideas, but you know, we, we don't have the time. We can't take on a one-off commission. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I totally get that after making figures for the last two years. Um, it's, it's a ton of work, man, you know, having the day job and then having the, the fit in time to do all this stuff. But, uh, once, you know, once I got a hard no, um, from a couple of those guys, I was like, well, well, shit, you know, I, I kind of see what they're doing They're They're taking old figs and cutting them up and putting them together and kind of sculpting on top of that. And I started doing that just one off. Uh, and then I started showing them off on my, my collecting page, right? That's why my, my Insta's. Instagram is collector dibs and just like lots of likes and a lot of attention. So I was like, shit, maybe, you know, maybe I can figure out uh, how to produce some of these so other people can enjoy them as well. Um, and at that point, uh, Jumbo Nugatron, uh, Chris was coming to, uh, to, to New York city where, where I live um, for the five points toy fest, like arts and toy festival in Brooklyn. And we've been talking, I hooked up with, with him there, help him set up his display and all that. And I was like, I really want to start, you know, producing some of these and, and, and uh, making more of them. And so he like, like, I'd be remiss if I didn't say like, he is probably the primary reason I was able to go from zero to hundred so quickly. He spent hours messaging me materials needed processes, even on the phone with me some late nights. Uh, and, you know, six months later, I produced uh, Mikey McFly. So oh, like nice. 30, 35, 40 of those guys. Yeah. And Mikey McFly, by the way, looks awesome. It's 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 Michelangelo in Mighty Marty McFly's, you know, life preserver and all that. He looks fantastic. He's a great yeah, th <laughs> thank you, thank you, man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really sick of him at this point. I hope to I hope to discontinue it. I've made like a hundred made and sold like a hundred of them, and I'm just really tired of it. So uh we'll see how much longer actually did you make in that one. <laughs> oh, by the way, you mentioned uh uh, five points, which I, I take a big point to plug here. Cause it's, uh, I'm all, I've been, a a writer and a friend of the people at clutter for a while and five points is amazing. So anybody who's happens to be in the New York city area, whenever the next five points hits, please come. Cause it's an awesome place for customizers and toy artists and a lot of fun. So it's awesome. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess after uh, Mikey McFly, who was next? Was that Cartman Raff? So actually, I no, I haven't actually released that one yet. I, I oh, made I, I made uh, Fat Ass Raff, Cartman Raff, uh, Sub Leo, McFly, uh, uh, a Goosebumps figure that that you know not too many people cared about. Uh, Dawn from the East, Beast from the East, mashed up with uh, with uh, one of the like Toronto Toronto figures, Toronto okay. Mike, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I cut up a sumo and a, a Toronto for for Cartman and, and oh my that god, one. yeah, I wish I wouldn't have done that, but I. Luckily, still have them, you know, MOC in my collection. But um, those those were like the five, the the first five or six that I produced. Um, really was heavy on on McFly. Oh, I also did Hunter S. Toidle, uh, Hunter S. Thompson mashup with with Mikey. Um, so and a Vader Raft. So those were like the first seven I produced. And I produced them all at the same time, or I, I made them at the same time. And then like at the end of uh, 2019, I actually started producing them. Mikey at a large scale and uh, the rest of them at a very small scale. So pretty cool. Yep. And how did you get started with uh, the Warriors of the Forgotten Sewer? Because I mean, those are some of the ones that, again, like I said, are some of the huge gaps that we all wanted to fill. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it must have been, I don't know, last last March, like about a year ago now. Uh, I'd been talking to uh, Master Turtle Hans, uh, Master Turtle Customs. Um, and he he was into uh, you know the the 3D sculpting. He's got his uh, Dino Saucers project, which is just freaking awesome. He's, he's oh, they're great. That yes. line. Yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing artist. Um, and you know, I, we were talking. It's like you know, we both uh, somehow the the Sewer Warriors, the Warriors of Trent Sewer came up. We're like, we'd really, we'd both really like to do this. So let's let's figure it out. Let's let's figure out how to get our hands on them and reproduce them, and uh, just kind of quickly escalated from there. I'd say. I, awesome. I, I I was able to uh to, to get a night mic prototype and um from there we we did the splinter and uh two original figures orc slash and sauron shredder and then uh finally earlier this year warcat very cool and there was elf raf was was he just concept art or was he a prototype at some point as well so we we uh for for all of last year we were looking for the concept artwork which is now surfaced as well as uh, in an original uh, uh, sculpt, right? Which we, we thought existed, but didn't know. And I don't know, four or five months ago, it popped up. <laughs> it popped up oh, on nice. Instagram. And, and so we took that concept, we tossed it over to Toxic Mutant Toys, Ron over there, who's okay. also a great, great artist. He's uh, completing series two for the Toxic Crusaders. You should check out his, his work, guys, anybody listening. Um, and he, he 3D sculpted that for us and it, it just turned out really nice, so... That's awesome. Yeah, that's one of those sets where, like, I, I don't know what it was later in the series where they started releasing three or two of a yeah. set. It drove me. I, I, I mean, I think, I think, uh, and, and you see, you know, less original card art at that time as well, like yeah. 96, 97, or 95, 96. Uh, you know, I think it was on the decline at that time, you know? Like the, uh, what is it, that that birthday set, which is one of the dumbest, but I love it the most. <laughs> I love it too, man, yeah. It's, I, I love the goofy stuff, and it was... It was Birthday Leo, Clown Mikey, uh, Magician Raph, which is yep. one of the best toys they ever made with the stupid hat, bunny in the hat. Yeah, and, that was awesome, man. But there was no Donnie. <laughs> like, there was no Donatello. They couldn't come up with something for Donatello. Yeah. I, I'm sure there were tons of concepts for it, man. But uh, for whatever reason, at that time, it, Playmates was, like like I said, doing less original card, card back artwork and uh, releasing fewer figs, it seems like. Yeah, that's, why some of, that's why some of those figures, like, like scratch and hotspot, you know, from that time are, are rarer, right. They didn't produce as many. So. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Yep. Yeah. Now scratch is impossible to get. You know. <clears throat> I I uh, I luckily had a loose one from my my uh, collection as a kid. So. I, uh, I, I probably have shared this already in several other interviews, but I'll still, I, I had scratch when I was a kid. Uh, and then there was like a brief moment where I thought I was going to like grow up a little bit and sold it ah. then <laughs> immediately regretted it and bought it back for more money. <laughs> Hindsight is 2020, man. Yes. You know? <laughs> but it was fortunately still before it was like, you know, thousands of dollars to get one. It was still, you know, maybe. Yeah. Now, now it's insane. I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so what uh, of the Warriors of Forgotten Sewer? I mean, we're talking in uh, early March of 2021. What's uh, available or what's been available for Warriors of Forgotten Sewer? So uh, Night Mike went uh, went out for pre-order and sold out pretty quick last fall. Um, I've, I've been getting a lot of questions like, where is he, where is he? Because it got delayed. What happened was, I, I don't paint the figures myself, right? I uh, For the original stuff, I, I, I sculpt and then I <clears throat> reproduce them. And then prep them for print and send them off to one of the two print uh, two painters I I uh, work with. Um, but in I don't know, must have been like mid November. I was shipping parts out to uh, to Will to Raft Rules eighty four, who's painting the night mics. And that was at the time when the when USPS just went to shit, right? And like everything was like just stuck at some location or another or lost. Oh, yes. So that that package was stuck uh, in a warehouse in New York uh, for over a month. So that's why the massive delay for those, but he's wrapping up the painting now or the ceiling, the gloss seal. And I should have those in a week. I've got the packaging all done, the extras all done, and they'll go out very soon here. Um, and right now I'm actually uh, putting the, the elf rafts together. So elf raft, I don't know, uh, there you go. Nice. I'm putting, putting the magnets in and I'm sanding and prepping for, for paint. And I hope to have them ready for paint the end of this month, at which point I'll send out to Will and I'll run the pre-order so all my work is done. That's Just waiting awesome. on the paint and, and bam, ship them out when I get them back. And the the tiger will come eventually? Yeah, uh, I've got I've got about half of 30 war cats done sitting back there. So, yeah. It's super That's, like, that, that one's super um, uh, Masters of the Universe. Like, it seems like... It is, yeah. <laughs> I love it though, man. You know, yeah, I, I think it's it's, uh, it's a really cool like ride or, or whatever you want to call it for, for Leo. The so. most impressive of those sculpts, I think, though, is that splinter. Like that splinter is such a cool like we got so few splinters. We got you know, we got some. Yeah. But like creepy crawly splinter was kind of cool, but he also was in that terrible pose where you couldn't actually play with him ever. So I, I mean, uh, like from I it's probably my favorite splinter in the in the vintage, you know, the the 88 to like 96 or 97 line. Uh, the original Splinter, I think, just looks like a giant turd, you know? I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I love the figure, but a lot of them ended up looking like turds, you know? So I was a fan. <laughs> I mean, probably of the ones that I have, the Flocked <clears throat> has served me well for a long time. Which one was that? The Flocked one from the movie Star Turtles. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one's yeah. probably been the best one. But yeah, it's hard to... I mean, I yeah. love the original Splinter too, but it's really not that easy to defend. So yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think my favorite in in the bunch um, is probably. I mean, I, I I'd say Night Mike, but that's just too obvious. I mean, that is a a really really beautiful sculpt, and I think that was by by Varner Studios. Um, my favorite in the bunch, though, is probably Elf Wrath, just because yeah. like we took what the the uh, original sculptor did, which was a really rough sculpt. He never finished it um, by the looks of it, anyway. And Ron was able to uh, talk to me. Mutant Toys was able to finish that, and. I don't know. It's just, it's like weird. And it, I don't know. 
I, I just love it. It's it's definitely my favorite in the bunch. Besides the orc slash slash uh, which was an original concept by Master Turtle Customs. I mean, that thing just turned out so badass. It I looks very it. cool, and it fits in very well. Same thing with the shredder. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It, it matches the other, you know, bad guys, right? The 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 Rocksteady and the uh, the Bebop. So, and I've got that oh, one so. back here, man, in a in a display case. I'll bring that out so you can see it. Actually, please, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I'm. All the people in the audio format won't appreciate this, but I will. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Here he is. All oh, done, nice. Man. He looks great. Slash. Yeah, man. And he's got the removable helmet, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. It's great. And then, of course, uh, again, sorry for the, you know, people just listening by audio. This is uh, my personal night mic uh, painted by Does Machines. Oh, fantastic. He looks great. Yeah. Honestly, oh, like, man. Love it. For all of these uh, in these interviews, like having your Instagram account open and ready to flip around makes sense. Like, so for this one, Collector Dibs is the place to check these out. So, uh, and I'll post pictures as well. But, um, you know, last thing I wanted to ask you about, which is something I'm really excited about, is the original turtle sculpt, which I believe you're a part of and is getting printed. Or I don't know, what, what's the story with that one? Yeah, we're, we're printing that one. Uh, that's the pitch turtle, right? Yes. Um, I, I have, I don't know, 15 of those that just need some minor sanding, uh, some minor like paint prep. And I'm hoping to do the pre-order for those um, probably, probably in April sometime, hopefully by like mid-April. And I don't think I'm, I have a card back that was done by Ale, uh, Ale Jedi Knight, uh, one, of, one of the many artists I, I work with for card back art. And it's very, very vintage. I don't think I'll actually card it like with the, the tray and the, the blister but rather print out the card to display behind the figure. Um, and then we're also right now, we're 3D sculpting uh, weapons. So, you know, you can choose which turtle you'd like it painted as, and it'll come with the uh, corresponding weapons. This is Donatello though. That's a Donatello toy. <laughs> I, I've, seen, I've seen the original painted as, as, uh, as Mike actually. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've got some photos somewhere. I can, I can send you one, you know, via Instagram or something. But the original I've seen displayed at, at a show, uh, well, I saw a photo of it being displayed at a show was painted as Mike. I still find, I always thought it was Donnie because it's Donnie's head sculpt that would end up as the original Donatello head sculpt. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but I've seen it painted a couple different ways. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, is, now, are you planning on painting those? Because that's one that you could probably just display straight up and it's, it's perfect as is. You know, I think what we'll do is we'll let the let the buyers decide. You know what I mean? Like, I'll open it up on Etsy and I'll, I'll have a note in there that uh, that says, tell me how if you want it painted and how you would like it painted, and they can choose. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that, that covers everything I wanted to ask you about. Uh, thanks so much for doing this. My last question for you is, uh, who's your favorite turtle and why? I, I mean, <laughs> of the four brothers or turtle in general? Uh, I, I guess now turtle in general, is there, I, mean, I slash slash by far, man. I, slash. I, I, oh, I right, love that. Sure. I love the I love the bad guys. <laughs> I've always been partial to the bad guys. And, and, uh, I, I just, I love the original sculpt, you know? Um, yeah, my favorite for sure. The wacky, the wacky one, big eye and all that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. love it. I, you know, I'd be remiss though, if we didn't mention, uh, uh, my pet slash, which is a great little. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that was one of my, that was probably my. The fa my favorite figure that I that I've been able to produce, and that was actually uh, concept artwork that I worked with uh, Marcos Mepe uh, art on uh, Marcos Marcos Medina, and then we brought that. I, I didn't hand sculpt that one. We brought that to uh, Gustavo Profeta, which is a three D sculptor we work with, um, and then painted, of course, by Does Machine. So that was a 
a big collaboration, but by far my my favorite. I, I'm huge my uh, my pet monster fan, and to mash that up with with Scratch and to make it work was just freaking awesome. Absolutely love it. Yeah, that's another one people should check out. Is uh, it's it's my pet monster mixed up with Slash, and it's it's awesome. It's a very cool little figure. And I'm sure it's like you know entirely your baby. So I'm sure that's why it's so cool. So. Yeah, yeah, it is, and we're we're making more of those. Uh, I didn't really want to because it was a pain in the ass to uh, to produce. Um, but we're making 20 more this summer just because we've gotten so many requests and feel like we we should get more out there for the collectors. So coming this summer, guys. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, thanks so much for talking to me, Ryan. I really appreciate it. And uh, again, everybody that's Collector Dibs on Instagram, uh, a lot of cool shit and uh, definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Brian. Dude, thanks for being a part of it. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. It was fun. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will return after these messages. This holiday, you can give the most radical gift. Excellent! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Now on video cassette for just $24.99. Plus, coupons good for $20 worth of free food and Pepsi at Pizza Hut. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, right now I'm here with Motu Customs from Instagram, uh, another one of the uh, customizers that I'm a huge fan of uh, for our customizer special. Uh, you first came to my attention because you did, uh, you filled a very serious gap in my collection. So uh, just to get started there, you did uh, the Jim Lee Leonardo, uh, which yes. was an agonizing hole for the longest time. <laughs> Glad I could help fill it. <laughs> so, how did to, to, uh, before we get to that though? I guess uh, what got you started customizing? Uh, well, way back in 1987, my mom took me to Masters of the Universe movie, and. After the movie, I loved it. Fell, I was a kid, Motu fan. I knew I wasn't going to get an actual Dolph Lundgren He-Man. So I went to my collection and pretty much threw me a homemade He-Man together. And that just kind of set off there. Um, all through high school, I kind of did customs and stuff like that for some kids and found out that there's a lot of rich kids that spends a lot of money on cool. <laughs> 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 went through there and did that high school and then uh as soon as i got out of high school i went to the guards and kind of just left art and all of it behind and when i got out of the guards i kind of fell back into and started doing just customs for charities and stuff like that and then uh me and my brother made our own construction company and then once i got construction company we were making data sheets and blueprints and all that and it just all just kind of come back to me after that been doing it ever since oh that's awesome that's great so love it it's sometimes uh, offering customs seems like a full-time job too but other than that it's fun i mean i'm creating stuff that people want and oh, that yeah. they never 
like that Jim Lee Leo. <laughs> Dude, I, I for the longest time, like I I can display one turtle of a collection, even two, but three frustrates the hell out of me. I just can't. It's a mental block where I just can't even. Like I, I would never even display those turtles before because I just couldn't like, it just bothered me that Leo wasn't there. So I'm glad that you finally, that somebody did it. So I'm thankful. Yeah, it's just one of those things that, you know, all through Playmates, they always made the four turtles. That was always the core that they started with. And then yeah. just some, like, you know, if you're going to leave off a lot, get the four turtles in there. They would do I mean, on occasion where they would just make a set of three. Like they have these weird birthday turtles that only have three. The second set of the monsters only have three in April. Like it's just whenever they did that, it drove me nuts because it just didn't seem right. You know. Have you seen the Phantom Dawn we did? We finished off that line finally. Oh, wait, what did you do for that one? Forgive me. Did the uh, Phantom of the Opera Donatello. Oh, I did see that. Yes, that was awesome. Yeah, we added the nickel on the other line. So how did you, so uh, speaking of the, the Jim Lee Leo, how did you make that toy? What was the, uh, how did you approach it? It was just one of those things that were just back, lines weren't complete, which ones we could add to, getting by dish, you know, fresh new, new concepts and, I realized that there wasn't a Jim Lee, and then uh, actually Pixel Dan was at that Comic-Con, and he showed the actual prototype of it from Barner Studios. Mm. On to it, I was like, wait a minute, we need that Jim Lee Lee. You know, like, that's the perfect base right there. And one step led to another. I'm sorry, what did you base it off of? You cut out for a second. How did you base it off of? I based it off the... Uh, uh, Pixel Dan did a Comic Con, okay, interview, and Barner Studios actually had the prototype in there. Oh, nice! Because yeah, I know we've seen the designs for it and the prototypes. How did you? How did you go about molding it? Uh, actually, what I do is I have a scanner and I scan everything, resin print, my resin. Went back, did a lot of research on the internet, tried to get every angle, every bit I can, kind of put it together. Very cool. Um, let me see here. Yeah, you, there's a few other ones, two collections you fill out. So you, you talked about Phantom Don. You also made a couple of other farmers because I yep. guess you did Mikey and Donnie for the farmers. Yep. And also got more of those coming this year. Oh, really? Who? Or do you not want to reveal yet? That's okay, too. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you everybody a teaser. One's going to be April. Oh, nice. And also did Slash, Farmer Slash. Cool. So there, there's a few more lines that I want to add a couple things to here and there. Um, biggest one, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but the uh, Flora, the Toon Mikey from the episode. Did you see that one? Oh, yes. In the, uh, in the, uh, in the hula skirt and everything. Yeah, the cross-dressed turtle. Yes. I love that one. That was great. <laughs> and everybody's just got to hit the roof over that one. <laughs> that was a great one. And you also did, like, some other, like, kind of one-off stuff that was just you, too. Like, you did a Santa a Santa Raphael and a Krampus Slash. Yeah, Krampus, yeah. 
<laughs> how did you uh, how did you come up with those ones? A lot of contemplating, just thinking of what you know would go for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's super. A lot of from is you know at work at home, just kind of contemplating and thinking what would be next. What would kind of look cool together and just put it together and go with it. For like the longest time, I've wanted um, some sort of Christmas Ninja Turtles toy, and they've never made anything. And I'm just like waiting for the day, I don't know, NECA or whoever comes in and makes a set of Christmas turtles, because I've just been waiting for them. So. <laughs> we got Easter Bebop and Rocksteady now, so I mean, Christmas turtles can't be too far behind, I hope, even though there was no episode or anything. So. Yeah, and somebody on Instagram did an Easter pretty good. I forget. Oh yes, um, uh, Defoot. No, yes, Baxter's Laboratory did that, and he did great. I, I interviewed him as well. Yeah, that that was a good good design there. I like that. Oh one. yeah, very cool. You know, um, ha- let me ask you: Is there any other one- plans you want to share with us before I let you go? Is there any other ones that you wanted to kind of preview or talk about? Any other lines you want to really complete? Uh well, you seen Kino. Yes, Kino and Vanilla Ice, which was great. Yep, we're gonna be adding Tatsu. We're nice. Doing yes, he. We need him for sure. Um, let's see what else we got. Fine, got Tatsu. Uh, he'll both heads. He'll have a masked head and an unmasked head. Oh, that I'm sorry, you cut out for a second. Who was that one? Um, Casey Jones in the movie Starline, the Vince Oh, nice. Very cool. A few different heads. We're working on him now. All in the uh, Playmate style. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Uh, let's see. And we're going to be adding to the Sumo line. We're going to be, I mean, we got a lot of stuff going right now. Any plans to finish out that? Uh, this the cyber samurai line and get a rock steady in there because that always drove me crazy too. I've had a lot of people hit me up about that. Okay. I haven't put paper yet, but I've had a lot of people ask. That one and uh the caveman line. I was like, Rocksteady needs to have a caveman figure. It's just Actually, uh, Arthur Green made a rock steady, a cave rock. Oh, I've got to check that out. I had no idea. Yeah, he, he did good on it. It looks good. He reused Bebop's base. Oh, nice. I'll uh, I'll check that out because I mean, there's, there's so many people doing great customs. I, Arthur Green, I follow, but I didn't I didn't know he made that one. That's great. Yeah, he made it last year, I think. I can't really remember. Oh, nice. As far as the probably gonna be adding Splinter and Slash to that line, cave line. Oh, nice. Very cool. We we've got quite a bit of plans for this year lined up and. As the undercut. Well, honestly, I just have one more question for you, if you don't mind. Um, and I ask this of everybody: Who's your favorite turtle? Raphael. Awesome. Why is that? His demeanor, just like me. <laughs> and I really should check out Motu Customs on Instagram. He's got a lot of awesome customs, a lot of cool uh, playmate style stuff, and. Uh, 
like I said, this man saved me after years of aggravation missing a Jim Lee Leo. So I'm very grateful to you, sir. <laughs> Not a problem. Glad I could help. All right. Take care. Thanks so much. Thank you, man. Thanks. Bye. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will return after these messages. Bringing kids our power pack new series. But Shredder wants it. We must take that power. Yeah, let me have it. Let's give it to him. Oh, the Ninja Nest. Shout out, dudes. It's Crunchy Ninja Nest with Ninja Marshmallows. A power pack crunch. Part of your balanced breakfast. Tastes Taste great. Now we crunch you. Turtle power! What's going on here? It's the turtles digging the old foot soldiers the boot with their latest invention, the cheapskate. Well, dude's on a roll. And look, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a jet. No, it's the turtle trooper parachute. Sorry to drop in without calling. Bring in the knuckleheads. Uh-oh, those attack-and-grab foot machines look like real trouble for the green guy. Well, getting a little carried away. From Playmates. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right, next I'm here with Dave from Dimension X Toys for our uh, customizing special here. Um, so yeah, Dave does uh, something a little different than a lot of the other customizers I've spoke to, and he's doing giant-sized versions of a lot of toys that unfortunately never got giant-sized versions. So uh, what what... What compelled you to want to do this, Dave? Uh, so I would say overall, it was just like once I realized you could print figures, you know, I'd found like the scratch file online, like way before I got a printer. And I was like, I'd seen a few people post some pictures of it on Instagram. And I was like, man, with that, I could pretty much print anything I want. So I was like, I got that file actually before I got my printer. And as soon as I got it, uh, the scratch was the very first thing I printed uh, smaller size. Oh, very cool. Oh, so you got, so you got a 3D printer what, off Amazon or? Yeah. So uh, the printer I have is like an Ender 3 Pro. It was just entry level. I'd seen lots of good reviews and I was like, man, I was like, I'm just going to do it. I think I could figure this out. I'm, I'm a little bit of a DIY guy to begin with. So I had a little bit of background. It wasn't too intimidating for me, but uh, it actually surprised me how easy it really was. I mean, I think a lot of people I say you should just get a printer. They're always so intimidated just to try it. But I'm just like, man, it's like it's a lot easier than you think. There's YouTube videos. There's people showing how to do this kind of stuff, how to calibrate, all that sort of stuff. There's really been lots of good resources online to get into it. So you don't even have this. I see. I, I saw your scratch a giant size first. and I thought that was so cool. So you didn't have to. um Oh, so you printed him normal size first? I'm sorry. Yes, I did. Uh, and then I painted him and I posted that. And I like, I just threw a comment out there. I was like, does anybody want to see this printed big? And I was, I, at this point, I never printed anything more than just like a few hours long. You know what I mean? And, and like, just to print his head, the giant size took like, it was like an overnight print. It was like the longest I'd ever run my printer. You know, it was like 24 hours. And I was like, so worried it was going to like mess up in the middle of the night or my cat was going to get up there and knock it loose of the print bed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out and uh i was able to get all the pieces and that actually was actually the second giant i did i actually did the foot soldier first as a giant uh it looks some, great it looks perfect it's so like it looks exactly like what you'd expect a playmates like it looks exactly like the playmates man it was cool 
Very cool. Yeah, it's I'm I'm shocked because the 3D scanners out there really aren't that great unless you spend like a lot of money. So uh, the some of the files I've printed I've just got online. Um, there's a couple different people on Culps 3D, which is a 3D printing website that have posted different uh, models for like vintage toys and they scan them. I'm guessing, and I think there's actually a lot of post production work where they'll take and clean up the models and add, you know, articulation or things like that from the scan, which I think takes a lot longer than people think as far as time goes. I've actually only attempted it once uh, with the Krang that I did. I posted um, the, we're actually doing both the Krang and the Android body. I scanned it with an app called clone Q L O N E. It's just a regular phone app. And I used like good lighting and I, it's basically a, an app that uses like this little registry board and you like lay your object on there and you kind of like, it uses like an AR dome, like a simulation almost with your camera and you kind of walk around it and it's like taking a whole bunch of images as you walk around it and all these different, you walk around it in like all these different angles holding your phone and it will comprise like a 3d model from that. And then once you have that, it's like quite a bit of cleanup and everything like that. My friend uh, online here, Epoxy Crusader, he actually took it in a program called Mesh Mixer and was able to clean up the mesh and add details and add the articulation. And then I was able to print that one. But that's actually the only giant that I've made myself kind of from scratch with my own scan with help of Epoxy Crusader. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know you could. I thought some crazy scanner to do that. I didn't realize there was anything remotely uh like on a phone so the ones that do really good quality yeah they cost a lot of money i mean you're talking probably twenty eight hundred dollars or more to get good quality scans but uh with the ability to clean it up in mesh mixer or another online platform you can uh you can get by with just like a crappy phone scan if you take the time and effort which epoxy crusader did whatever he was able to clean up and add the veins to krang and add all the details back but the scan wasn't able to pick up Oh wow! But we're we're actually doing an Android body as well. Um, he's actually working on. We're kind of working on it together. Uh, I'm a novice with with 3D um, sculpting type stuff, so it's just uh, been a uh, slow going for me. How tall is the uh, the Android body going to be then? It's going to be close to three feet. Uh, oh, that's and, amazing. <laughs> and I may have to even slice the model up into even smaller chunks in order to print it on my print bed because the printer I have literally is maybe like an eight by ten by ten type of size. So that the torso for sure might need to be cut in half even to be able to print. And I'd probably oh, wow. have to glue it, glue it together and everything like that. I'm sure like the awkward pose that he's into doesn't like help. But I mean, I'm guessing that's all separate pieces though, right? Yeah, you literally would have to split it up piece by piece by piece. I would probably even add in a knee joint that I know that the giant Krang never had, um, but that would help to make it into more manageable size pieces to print such a large figure. I could probably even do the foot as its own piece and, you know, add an extra articulation it never had, which I kind of always wanted it to have anyway. So (laughs) that's cool. Yeah, it does have that awkward thing where like it has articulation around its hips, but it, it doesn't use them because all you can stand, which is, which, yeah. And that's another, that's another thing I've noticed a lot of bootleggers, uh, they, they tend to uh, not ever do the leg articulation. And I think more 3d print people do because it's not as difficult, but, or like the, you know, cost versus time and all that. Sure. I would, they always, I'm, I'm really big on articulation though. I've always wanted everything to be able to move completely, you know, to be able to pose it in whatever position, you know? So 
Yeah. To me, to me, that's the great thing about 3D printing is it makes it easier to do articulation. And what's cool about the three foot version is like it's still in original toys because that one episode where Krang gets humongous. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I keep thinking as well because I have plans for lots of different uh, large things or whatever. I have a, the idea for a technodrome I want to do that's going to be, I think, close to five feet. I want it to match the scale of the original, like, you know, like the episode with the neutrinos where they have the car bust out the, the hole in the side of the technodrome and drive off. Good Lord. It's got to be, it's got to be at least that size. So that hole can be there and have the car come out. And uh, that's kind of been my uh, dream to do something like that. Uh, and I'm thinking about using like a giant beach ball and then like, I don't know if paper mache or, or epoxy glaze coat or whatever it takes to make a shell. They sell these four or five foot beach balls on Amazon, and that's what I think I'm going to use. Oh wow, that's amazing! <laughs> and I've also got a uh, giant um, turtle van in the works. Uh, it's actually it's got it's got the, the back wheels on. Anyways, I'm kind of a dumpster diver DIY guy, so I found a Power Wheels in a dumpster, and I uh, pulled that out and I tested the motors. They work. I'm going to use that as the as the wheels or whatever, they both run off 12 volts. I'm going to power that up. I'm going to convert it to RC and then they'll be able to, you know, roll around in this uh, giant sized uh, party wagon. Oh, that's amazing. That's so cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, is there any, uh, let's see, about scratch was a cool one just because it's, you know, notoriously the most like elusive turtles figure. I had, are a lot of those, those original toys, uh like scanned online they are they a lot of them online now so um on cults 3d you can find there's a guy i think i don't want to misspell his name it's miss jaguetes m-i-s-j-u-g-u-e-t-e-s and um i haven't been able to get any really any information from him. i reached out from him a number of times saying you know what? i'd love to send more people your way do you have an instagram I, I i don't think he does um but uh he has of pretty much all of the original four turtles. I think he just put up a rock steady. He has um, the muck man. That's the one that, I'm, that I did. And the foot soldier are both his, his uh, scans. So uh, yeah, like I, what I'm doing really isn't even really that special. I mean, anybody with a 3d printer could do it. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I was just one, one of the first, I mean, I've seen other designs, a guy named uh, Flanagan creations. Uh, he did the giant Donnie with the caveman look. Oh. And so that was one of the first giants I had seen online or whatever. And I, and I think he just did all a sculpt and he did, he did the whole thing from scratch. I mean, he did far more work than I do just printing out something on a 3d printer. You know what I mean? That's awesome. But still, that's cool. Like, it's just like, it, it's a I find different ways to talk about customizing and all that. And like, this is another one where I had no idea this stuff was accessible in any way. So that's cool. And like scratch is a character that's like, a gap in so many people's collections. Like I, I have scratch, but I, it's one of those, you know, of course, mm -hmm. like the most coveted or one of the most coveted turtles figures. I even at one point in my life, uh, got rid of my scratch toy and then ended up buying it back for more money from, or <laughs> money, just because yeah. I regretted it later. So it's one of those toys that if you can't find it any other way or not willing to fork over 500 bucks to get one. Give me a yeah. Bootleg. Yeah. It's, it's Bye. literally it's literally crazy to see what some of these toys are going for now. Oh, yeah. I think I, I started recollecting uh, back in 2015 and it was uh, basically 
my brother got me one of the repop uh, Leonardo's and I, and I was just like, just sort of sparked my interest. I just had a ladder injury at work and I was just kind of sitting at home, you know, on, you know, bed rest, you know, and I was just on eBay, just buying up all these figures I never had as a kid and just restarted collecting. That's awesome. You know, honestly, that covers what I wanted to ask you about. Uh, my last question is favorite turtle. Donatello. Yeah. Growing up, my brother and I, we, I, we, I usually had all the Donatello and Leonardo variants. My brother had Raph and Mikey. Oh, nice. <laughs> Donatello is my favorite. Cause I'm kind of like Donatello in a sense, I guess I love tinkering with things. <laughs> Same here, except I'm less good at tinkering, but Donnie's still my favorite. So. I hear you. I hear you, man. Awesome. Man. Thanks so much for talking to me. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch and everybody keep an eye on, uh, Dimension X Toys and Instagram. You got some cool shirts and stuff too. Uh, but yeah, it's cool stuff that we're, we've seen before, but blown up and made all the cooler. So thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, man. This was fun. Game's dragging on, there's strikes on the batter, some runners are on. Then suddenly everyone's looking at me, my mind has been wondering what could it be. They point to the sky and I look up above, and a baseball falls into my glove. I play right it's important you know you gotta know how to catch you gotta know how to throw that's why i play in right field way out where the dandelions grow as a proud sponsor of little league baseball pizza hut welcomes all the kids who make it great <laughs>